Hey guys, welcome to the HBIC podcast where we're going to be talking about all the things that help create the life that you are truly meant to live. Boutique owner, marketing enthusiast, mother, entrepreneur, and now your new BFF. I'm your host, Emery, and I'll be the one that's going to be hyping you up so we can get you to your highest possible self. I've seen it too many times where women aren't confident in their relationships, businesses, and overall life, and I'm just here to change the game. So sit back and follow along where we pave the way to your true potential, get ready to be unstoppable, empowered, and an HBIC. Hey everyone, welcome back to the HBIC podcast. Today I'm going to be talking a little bit about six things that need to be implemented in year 2023. Now while I could sit here and list off all of the goals that I wrote down for this upcoming year or the things that I hit last year that I'm now adding on to my to-do list this year, no one gives a shit about that. No one cares about what I'm going to do, what my goals are. It's about you. We're listening to podcasts to better ourselves, right? So I wanted to take today to talk about six things that need to be either normalized or gotten rid of at this point because they are so 1923, hence the name of this episode. Goodbye, 1923. Hello, 2023. There's all these things that I feel like should have been gotten rid of a long time ago, but I want us to all be on the same page so that going into this new year, we're implementing these into our lives and normalizing these things so that the more we do this together, the more it's spreading to more people and everyone can kind of catch up with 2023. So I want to dive right in. Six things that need to be normalized this year. First, I would like to start off with being able to compliment ourselves. I think as people, especially women, we are taught that if we talk highly of ourselves, our success, our looks, our accomplishments, again, success in our jobs, our motherhood lives, relationships, anything, we seem braggy. We seem like we're full of ourselves or that we're better than other people when in reality, we're just excited about certain things that are going in our lives. So instead of people criticizing and being like, I can't believe she would want to talk about how she won Best Boutique in the entire state, or I can't believe that she keeps posting about her podcast or all these things. Yeah, I'm proud of what I've accomplished in the last few years of my life. So I wish we could normalize complimenting ourselves being able to walk into a room and being like hi i'm demery and i own this 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 i do this this and this or be able to walk into a room and have somebody compliment my outfit and just accept the compliment like just be like thank you so much i appreciate it without feeling this guilt that i have to degrade myself in order to make other people comfortable because let's be real when someone gives you a compliment how many times have you been like oh no thanks but ugh. It's actually not that great. Like, for example, people quite frequently will say, oh my God, I love your hair, Demery. So pretty, I love the color, the length, everything. The first thing that I do is go into fence mode and I go, oh yeah, thanks, but it just, it's so dry and dead, it needs to be cut. Like I position people out of the way of complimenting me and instantly degrade myself because I don't want people to think like, oh, okay, I can't just sit here and be like, oh, thank you so much. Because that would mean I believe it too. It's kind of like Regina and Mean Girls of, you're really pretty. And she's like, thank you. And she's like, so you agree? You think you're really pretty? It's like, what? Like you gave me a compliment. Like normalizing, complimenting ourselves, being able to talk highly of ourselves, talking about our successes, our accomplishments, our bomb ass outfit. Let's normalize that in 2023. I feel like it is so 1923 or even honestly the 2000s and 
previous of not being able to talk highly of yourself without seeming full of yourself, braggy, or cocky. Second thing I want to talk about is complimenting others. Can we normalize complimenting others and make it not weird? I go up to so many women and I go, oh my gosh, I love your shoes. Oh my gosh, I love your outfit. Oh my gosh, I loved your speech. Because let's be real, I love compliments. Even if I do, sometimes I'm still <laughs> a culprit of, you know, degrading myself. And we love compliments. How great does it make you feel being in a grocery store or somewhere public and someone coming up to you and being like, oh my gosh, I love your bag or those earrings are so cute. You literally are like, oh wow, thank you so much. We love compliments. So complimenting others, it doesn't make you weak. It builds each other up. The competition is yourself, nobody else. Because let's be real, nobody else is you. Somebody else can have all these things, the looks, the beauty, the brains, the, all this stuff. And then you have your own looks with beauty and brains. You're your own person. Again, the only competition is yourself and you complimenting other women or men or whatever is only making this world, honestly, a nicer fucking place. The third thing I want to normalize in 2023 is not having a nine to five job. It is 2023, ladies and gentlemen. If I hear one more fucking person say, oh, that's that's not really a job or oh, that doesn't really make money. The only people that are saying that are the people who have a nine to five job. Now, the realistic goal for everybody is to finish high school, graduate, go to college, get a degree, find a corporate job. And that's success to some people. And while that is, and you're making you know, money, you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you're a banker, you're an accountant, you're X, Y, and Z. That's not the only way to success. Times are fucking changing. I was just talking to somebody on a podcast episode about this. And it's like, okay, let's think about this right now. Everyone has a cell phone, practically, okay? Let's be real here. And 99% of everyone have an iPhone or some type of smartphone. That smartphone does our entire life for us, practically. Now, let's think 30, 40 years ago, right? Cell phones did not exist. They were not there. They couldn't do anything for us. And now, fast forward to 2023, cell phones are practically ordering rides for us and delivering food to our doorstep and doing all the things that were absolutely unimaginable. It goes the same for jobs. There are influencers, artists, performers, podcasters, YouTubers. There is one guy, his name is Mr. Beast, and I know because my five-year-old son loves him. Guess how much he made in 2021 shooting videos? $54 million. This young man is 24 years old, making $54 million a year doing YouTube videos. Now he does a little bit more than YouTube. Now he's doing, you know, he's got a clothing line. He's got a food line. He's got all this stuff, but he started somewhere and he's still making $54 million a year, starting off from just making videos. Now for all of you who are like, mm, that's not a real job. I don't know about you, but $54 million a year would cure a lot of my fucking problems. Now to me, success doesn't mean what your degree is or what your corporate job is or all of this. Success means the financial freedom that you have, how much money you make. That's success realistically. How much money you're making, the, the acts of kindness you're doing while making this progress, that is success. There are influencers making more than surgeons, just showing off brands right now. There are artists making music that you listen to on your Spotify or Apple Music or the radio or you know any online streaming portion. Those are the people that are you know entertaining you, essentially. There are performers doing videos and podcasts and how-tos and reality TV shows. 
things that you're sitting down at home and when you're like, okay, I want to relax and decompress, you're watching this. YouTubers, again, one of the biggest thing right now, I don't know about you guys, but if you have kids, my son is obsessed with YouTube. There are so many advertisements. There's all these things that people are paying these people to do because that's what's in right now. It's 2023. The creative era is here and it's not just a nine to five corporate job anymore that means you're successful i was explaining this to someone the other day so for an influencer right social media like i'm an influencer it always has a negative connotation and half the time frankly i'm embarrassed to even say that's part of my job uh, i own a boutique i do podcasting i've started empower i'm a co-founder of unlabeled i'm a mom i'm this oh and i'm an influencer like i don't really even say that influencers are the new advertising this is the best way to explain it. So let's say a company has $100,000 for advertising per month. Instead of shooting one commercial for, I don't know, 50, 60, 70, $80,000, right? And then airing it on a couple different channels here and there. By the time you have the production, the casting, the all of the effects, all that money's gone for that one commercial for that month. Now, other businesses are taking that $100,000. And they're going on Instagram, they're going on Facebook, they're going on TikTok, they're going on Snapchat, they're going on all social media platforms and they're reaching out to influencers or people that can honestly sell their brand just as well as their sales team can. Now they're reaching out to a hundred different people and they're giving them a thousand dollars. Now these are not exact numbers, I'm just giving an example, but they're giving them a thousand dollars and saying, hey, we're willing to pay with you a thousand dollars to give us two posts post it on your story, make us one reel, and then send us the deliverables. Now, deliverables are things that they ask for in return of paying them. And these content creators are like, hell yeah, $1,000 to make two posts and a reel and post it on my story? Absolutely. Now, this is smart because now they have 100 different people from around the world making their advertising for them. They're literally outsourcing without having to do anything. These people are making them all the content that they need, sending it to them, and posting it. So they're double dipping. These people that they're paying, they're posting it on their social media. So now their followers are seeing it, and those followers are also finding out about them. And they're getting the content that they made them in order to post on their own social media pages as advertising. So is it dumb? Not really. It's kind of actually smart to take $100,000 and spread it out to 100 different people double dipping for their followers to see it and to use their content on your own. And you didn't have to do a goddamn thing. So not having a nine to five job in today's world, I'm so tired of listening to people, you know, break down people who are in social media. It is the social media era. I'm sorry. Will it be in 20 years? It might not be. Will it be even more? Could possibly be as well. But for right now, 2023, not having a nine to five job does not mean you are not successful. Fourth thing I want to normalize in 2023, and I know some of you might roll your eyes like, oh, they are, is normalizing women being powerhouses. I am 28 years old. To this day, I still get the stigma that women cannot do as much as men can do. That I am a business owner, but I'm not as big as a business owner as if it were a man being a business owner. Women are running shit right now. 
Feminism is at its highest and it is only at its highest because we are all consistently talking about it and continually normalizing it. And the more we normalize it, the more it actually become equal to men. Now, just because I'm a feminist does not mean I hate men. I love men. I love my boyfriend. My boyfriend also is a feminist. He also respects me as a woman to do half of the housework, half of the grocery shopping, half of this, half of that. We do everything together. And the more we talk about it, the more we normalize it, the more people are aware and it's not such a negative connotation. There are more stay-at-home dads than ever, okay? Think about back in 1923 or even honestly like 25 years ago. It was unheard of to have a guy be a stay-at-home dad because let's be real, some women are making more money than their significant others and it just doesn't make financial sense for them both to be working and have their kids in childcare. Childcare is expensive if you do not have kids or that you don't have to pay for daycare. You're very lucky. I actually am very fortunate between my mom and all that. I haven't really had to pay for daycare, but listening to my girlfriends and my sister laws they're paying thousands of dollars a month for child care so having a stay-at-home dad while their wife is making the money it shouldn't be looked down upon it's called being smart if anything i feel like men are getting scared that women are eventually gonna take over because this still sadly is a man's world let's be real here you walk into many corporate things or even politics it's all men it's primarily men the more we talk about it and the more we normalize it more women will step forward feeling comfortable being able to own their feminism in a professional setting. The fifth thing I want to normalize in 2023 is wearing whatever the fuck I want. If I hear one more time, oh, I wish I could wear that, or oh, I can't believe she would wear that. Like, how embarrassing is it that someone is so indulged with what I'm wearing? Like, imagine that. Imagine sitting there and being so upset about what someone else is wearing. Like, grow up. Where we want and be your own person. We need more individuality, not the same. That's what's making this world so much better. It's like we have these people stepping up and being themselves. How many times have you watched a show and you're like, oh, I love her. She's just so genuine. She's just so herself. We fucking live for that. The fact that that's a reason of why we like them as a character is sad. Like everyone should just be themselves, wearing what they want, saying what they want, being what they want, doing what they want. Their own individuality is everything right now. Think of Miami fashion. What comes to mind? Is it like string bikinis and really short dresses and really cool nightlife or like tropical stuff? Now think of Nashville. If you and your girlfriends were going to go there for a bachelorette party or just like a girl's trip, you're instantly going and finding all of the glitter, all of the rhinestones, all of the let's go girls, all of the yee fucking ha, all of the fringe, all the cowboy boots, right? There's this idea of what you are allowed to wear in Nashville. Now, lastly, think of an Italian winery. I just went to Italy this past year and I picked out all these like beautiful long floral dresses and really fun like wine colored jumpsuits and these like Tuscan vibe things to be able to wear to Italy because that's Let's survive. Why is it that you couldn't wear any of those things where you live now? Obviously, besides seasonal, like Demi not wearing a string bikini out in the 30 degree weather in snowy Michigan. But reality, when it is the ideal time of when you could wear those things, why can't you? Why can't you wear the glitter rhinestones dress out with your girlfriends to a bar in your hometown? Because as society, we're told we're not allowed to. 
And who the fuck made that rule? Like, I want to sit down and talk to him. Like, who made that rule? There's no actual person to talk to that will tell you you can and cannot do that. So there's a woman named We Wear What the Fuck We Want running for president. And in 2023, she shall be elected and she shall be enforced. The sixth thing I want to talk about is I think honestly the most important out of all the things to be normalized in 2023 that has been looked down upon generation after generation is going to therapy or focusing on your mental fucking health. Therapy used to be something I feel like was and kind of honestly still currently is looked down on. It's like if I say, oh yeah, I have therapy that day. A lot of people's heads are like, oh, what's wrong with her? Is she okay? Like, yeah, I'm great because I go to therapy. A lot of times people wait till there's a problem or some fucking trauma and then go to therapy. Why isn't that we can't just avoid the problem by going to therapy to resolve the solution before it even happens, right? Therapy is fucking great. I used to be a person that was like, I don't need therapy. I don't need someone to tell me what to do with my life. I have no problems. I have no issues. Until the first day I walked into my therapy session with my therapist, I'm not kidding you guys, within five minutes, I was bawling my eyes out. And I could probably count on my hand how many times I have cried in my entire life. One of those being that time. It is so necessary to talk about our mental health, where we are at with our lives, our success, our career, our relationships, our childhood trauma, our addictions, whatever the case may be. It is so nice to have an unbiased opinion. That's not your girlfriend's. That's not your mom. That's not your significant other. And just talk to somebody and get mental stability from somebody who is educated in how to do so. Taking more time for yourself also on top of the mental health awareness portion of 2023 is huge. Take more time for yourself to get your mind right. I think honestly jobs should allow at least one mental health day a month. Like it'd be great if they did it in a day. Like let's just be real here. If you had an hour long break for lunch, like that is great, but it's like I got to eat that time. I need a whole separate hour or even like 25 minutes at the beginning of the day to be like, okay, guys, we're going to do a team out exercise. We're going to do breath work. We're going to really connect with each other, see what's going on. Those need to be normalized. These mental health days slash time for yourself helps you get caught up on extra things around your house, uh, things that are going on in your life. Uh, your favorite TV show, just like having a fucking break. And some people be like, oh, do that on the weekend when you're off. It's like people have plans. But if I have a designated hour or day or a certain minute of my life to be designated to be specifically for focusing on my mental health, it's huge. I think that this would help a lot of relationships, your self-image of yourself, and so many other factors in your life. And I just think, again, therapy has just been so negatively talked about, especially with men. And let's be real here, the suicide rate for men is 10 times higher than women. It went up 3% in the last year for the United States. How fucking sad is that? That it is consistently going up. How cool would it be to look at the news one day and be like, 2023, we ended the year with suicide rate overall going down even 1%. The fact that it's going up lets me and the whole world know that this is still a continuing issue that needs to be addressed and talk more positively about. So 2023, please fucking God go to therapy. Just invest one session, just one session. If there's anything you do this year, go to therapy. Talk to somebody about your job, your, your parents, your relationship, your goals. It doesn't have to be something sad. Therapy is to also talk about all the great in your life and how to keep these moments going. 
I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people, again, think it's a problem. I'm going because I'm sad. I'm going because I'm going through a divorce. That's why I went. I started going because I was going through a divorce. And my friends and my mom were like, you need to go. <laughs> I'm like, all right, fine. I'll check it out. And then I obviously talked about my divorce, what I went through and all that. Now we're on the point where I talk about, oh my God, I'm doing this, this, and this. I'm so excited for this coming. And she's like my personal hype woman. She's like, hell yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So let's talk about it. We get back. How did it go? All the things. It's like, you're so excited to talk to somebody who's not a biased person that's already in your life. This episode is short and sweet because I want you guys to be able to listen to this as many times as you possibly can throughout 2023. Anytime you're doubting yourselves, having a moment, or you know, you just need a little uplift of all the things that are allowed to happen in 2023. Complimenting yourself, complimenting others, not having to have a nine to five job. And again, if you do have a nine to five job, a corporate job or whatever it is, and you love it, there's no hard feelings to that. I'm just saying, let's normalize what other people are doing as also a job. Four, women being powerhouses. Women are fucking running shit. Even if you don't own your own business, even if you're not a mom, even if you're not married by a certain age that you thought you were going to be, you are fucking doing an incredible job and being able to owning your feminism is everything that needs to be happening in 2023. Also, we're wearing what we want, ladies. Wear the cute outfit. Wear the fucking dress that you're like, oh, I'm saving this for a rainy day. Today is the rainy day. Put that bitch on. Go out to dinner. Go with your friends. Go to the grocery store. I promise you there's something about wearing a good outfit that you have been dying to wear and going out in it just feels amazing. And six, going to therapy, owning your mental health, and making it a priority is the number one thing we are implementing in 2023. Again, I didn't want to sit here and bore you guys with... I want to hit this many subscribers in the podcast and I want to do this and I want to lose 20 pounds and I want to t- Kingston to learn to tie shoes. Like, and no one cares. No one cares what my things are. I love listening to other people's podcasts and it's like 45 minutes of like what they want to do. These are things that need to be implemented in man or woman, no matter what the age is, every single day in every single person's life. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, you guys. Again, every Monday will be an episode like this. And on Thursdays, I have now added on a guest host with me every single week that are talking about the most fun topics ever anywhere from business motherhood relationships women empowerment and lots of swearing obviously and everything in between so i hope to have you guys back here on thursday for our next episode again hit that subscribe button and if you could please leave a review even if you just click the stars of what you think it's worth that is everything to me and that is the only way that i'm discoverable by amazing people just like yourself so till the next episode i hope you guys have a great day Say goodbye to 1923. It's officially 2023 on the fucking day and start implementing these into your everyday life.